Welcome to the Treble Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ben Thompson, audiologist and founder of Treble Health. This podcast is supported by treblehealth.com, the nation's leading telehealth service for tinnitus and hearing loss treatment. Thank you for being here on our podcast and make sure to subscribe to get our newest episodes sent straight to you. Let's get ahead with today's episode. Melinda, please tell us where you are today with your tinnitus and where you were months ago before you got help from Treble Health. Mm-hmm. I'm currently at a four, on a scale of one to 10. And I started, uh, I would say in the eight, nine range on June 17th, um, after a surgery, unrelated surgery to anything around my brain or ears, um, I discovered I had tinnitus and it was really debilitating the first few months. Um, I couldn't drive my car. I couldn't read. Um, I lost 20 pounds uh, in those two months. I um, really struggled, couldn't watch TV. I would pace around the island in my kitchen, um, just waiting for the, the brief moments when I would get a little bit of a break or a shift in the tennis, but it was absolutely debilitating um, and was unable to take care of my children at some points in that time as well. How long were you in that period uh, of struggle and challenge with tinnitus? How many weeks or months was it? Uh, it was the first few months. And then I started getting a little bit of breaks. And part of my story is that it was in both ears. And one day my left ear stopped. I have no idea why. It just all of a sudden stopped. And mm. so I thought the right ear would stop, but the right ear didn't. And it wasn't until September 1st is when I started working with Treble Health that I finally started making progress and was getting back to my life and being back to being able to function fully. Not fully, That's being excellent. able to function fully. Yeah. That's excellent. And, and tell us, what did you try or what kind of help did you seek uh, before finding us in those first few months? Obviously, this was so debilitating that you were looking for answers, I'm sure. What did you find? And did you have any success with any of those methods? I don't call it success at all. I went to my the original doctor that did the surgery and she said, I don't know. You need to see an ENT. I'm not sure what's happening. Um, I did have low iron, so I don't, but I don't know if that's part of my the cause or not, but I just quit trying to research that. Um, then I was on a wait list for an ENT for three weeks and I went into the ENT and he said, oh, that's too bad. Strange things happen, quote unquote. He's like, there's nothing I can do for you. I'll do a hearing test, which I have no hearing loss. Um, from that test. And he said, um, you can think about an MRI, but I wouldn't recommend one right now. So I walked away feeling completely defeated. And that's when I turned to the internet and just started Googling random, just trying to find anything out I could, but I was just hitting, hitting dead ends. I did find an audiologist that I talked into ordering a masker that I had found online. He had never programmed one before and didn't know how to, how to function or how to, to use it. So I did buy one ear device uh, for my right ear. And I was working with him on his own computer trying to program it. And I'm not an audiologist by any means. So that was also unsuccessful for the most part. And that's when I finally found through an internet search, found uh, Treble Health. And tell us about those first moments of getting help or feeling relief from tinnitus. Uh, What did you do exactly when you worked with us, when you worked with Dr. Tracy, who's one of our leading audiologists, tinnitus specialists? What exactly did you do in those appointments? And did you use any medical devices along the way? Yeah, so I first did the free consultation and I was, I called in and I was expecting another dead end. And I was shocked. She got me in right away. I think it was that afternoon. And I was like, wow. And then I was on a four month wait list here. There's, there is one clinic here that does it, but it's on a four to six month wait list. So she got me in right away and we could talk instantly, which was so neat. And um, she was the first person to give me hope. She was the first person to explain that it could get better. And um, I hadn't even heard the word or processed the word habituation. 
um, I had really was in a dark place uh, thinking there was no hope. So she was, I walked away from that first 15 minute, I think it was phone call, completely different even from then because I had hope. So I could shift, start shifting that perspective. So extremely helpful from right on. And then we started working together weekly as in the acute care plan after that. And you focus on what we call targeted CBT for tinnitus. Could you please explain how that was from your perspective during your sessions working with Dr. Tracy on our team? Yeah. So what had happened to me in August was my family, I had to go to on a work trip. My family was going to come with me. I got to the airport and I was very worried. I didn't think I could make it because I was untreated tinnitus and I had a panic attack. Um, I was having panic attacks all summer along with the other, the other symptoms. And um, I couldn't get on the airplane. So what, and I, I had another trip coming up. I had to get to Washington DC for my work and it was essential. And she said, you can do this. I have other, I have other clients that can do this. And so I took a very successful trip to DC in October and it was everything she said. Was my tennis gone? No, but I used the maskers and everything she told me was going to happen did. And she was available for me by text. So when I got there, I sent her a text and I said, I made it. Um, and I was ecstatic because I was terrified of losing my work, losing my job. So that was targeted. The other one was in the mornings, I would wake up in the mornings I had it, or if it was, she would say a fluctuation, not a spike. I would lay there very depressed and really struggling with it. And then the whole entire day, it would be in a high, a high point. So now we developed a plan that I get up right away. I go from um, my sound therapy at night to the maskers, and then I go to the gym. I don't give myself any time to sit and dwell on it. And then what do you know what? I get home and it was the day was much, much better. Um, but if I would stay home and sit in it, I, I couldn't get any relief that day for some weird reason. So those are two um, examples of really targeted CBT that she wasn't afraid to kind of call me out if I was being negative in a professional way. And that really helped me because I needed that. I needed someone to kind of shake me and say, you're thinking about this the wrong way. I really like that because cognitive behavioral techniques, cognitive behavioral therapy for tinnitus breaks mm-hmm. down to cognitive, which means mind, our thinking patterns. And behavioral or our behaviors, our actions. And you just shared some good examples of, okay, I was struggling with my negative thinking reactions to tinnitus. I was also uh, limiting my behaviors and doing things that aren't recommended if I really want to reduce this tinnitus and how having the one-on-one coaching and guidance and accountability seemed like it was a big part of your progress. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you mentioned you also use the tinnitus sound therapy devices on the ears uh, Mm -hmm. with us at Treble Health. And would you like to explain what that is for someone who may have not used that before or may just know a little bit about sound therapy? Yeah. So they're just really small. I'm sure you guys have seen them. They're just really small hearing aid like devices that you put in. I don't even notice them now. I've gotten in the shower twice with them on. Um, So, I mean, it's gotten to a point where I don't feel them at all. And the first couple of weeks, I'll be honest, were a little bit of a challenge for me. And she told me that. She told me that it was going to, I struggled. I, I was fidgeting and trying to figure out the right volume and, and having her adjust it, which she nicely did. Um, but now I listen to, there's a, there's a sound, a pink noise for me. The high pitch didn't work well for me. So the, she, we decided on a pink noise that she customized. I like that a lot because I don't have to, my phone, the Bluetooth doesn't, my phone doesn't interact with that. That stays steady. But I do switch over to, on the auto app, um, the ambiance, a noise, and then crickets. And that's it. And she told me to be very careful about, um, you know, picking two or three, don't get too creative. Um, like I said, I put them in in the morning and I, I don't notice them. I work in a home office here in this room, um, which is very, very quiet. But I also have, at night, I use the Sound Oasis machine. And the headband that you had 
Dr. Tracy had suggested they have earbuds in the headbands. Um, and I also have pillows, uh, sleep sound pillows, speakers, but I leave them in. I wake up, I put them in and I leave them in all day until I, I go to sleep. I don't give myself a chance to check in on it because that was what was happening. I would fortunately would have some breaks and I would hyper focus and hyper check in because I would get a break. And then I'd be devastated every time it came back. And so it was hard to give up my silence, a little bit of silence I had, um, but it's worth it in the long run. How do you set the sound therapy in terms of the loudness and how many hours a day are you using the devices on your ears? Yeah, so we customize it right away. Um, I had it pretty high. I, I don't know the decibels she said, but she made sure it wasn't too high, that it was it was healthy for me to wear all day. I wear them from 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. every day. Only take them out if I have to because they can't be in water. I wear them at the gym. Doesn't bother me. I do yoga. Um, they don't bother me. I was more a little paranoid about what would others ask me questions or talk louder. And then I thought I got over that pretty quickly because it's not it's not about that. And, and nobody has asked me. N nobody has said anything. It's not about uh, what others think. And so I wear them all day. Like you said, so you get you get used to it. You get used to it pretty quick. And then after I've only been wearing them a month and a half going on two months, we've already lowered the sound twice because you can adjust it manually on your phone on an app. It's super easy, but there's a baseline. We've adjusted the baseline down twice. And so she said that was a really good sign. Um, I actually thinking this morning, maybe we could adjust it one more time down. So Very good. Noise. So you're using this program via telehealth, correct? So could you explain how that experience has been of doing this remotely and online? And it sounds like you're able to have remote adjustments of the devices as your tinnitus is improving over time. The sound therapy treatment can be adjusted with it. Tell us more about that. Yeah, it's it's so easy and convenient. So I scheduled Dr. Tracy. I was every week. Now I dropped down to twice a month. I almost didn't want to, but she thought it was healthy for me to go to, to twice a month. She thought I was ready and I, I'm taking her advice, but it's very easy. We schedule, um, there's a little bit of a time zone change, but it hasn't been negative. Um, I don't need to drive anywhere and she can adjust them within 10 minutes or less uh, on the telehealth app. And I work remote out of Washington, DC anyway. And so I'm used to telehealth and I can't imagine driving every week uh, across the suburbs here to do it. So it's, I'm completely impressed. It's been really, really easy. Common question that we get from patients is, do I have to wear these devices forever? Or is this something that's just used during the treatment process? Because mm -hmm. the sound therapy on the ears, if your hearing is good, and your hearing test was normal hearing range, right? Then we want to use the devices to reduce tinnitus to get to the point of what we call habituation. And then once you're at that point, you don't need to use the devices anymore. It's similar to a rehabilitation of a knee injury where during that rehab, I'm using my knee brace, but by the end of it, I don't need to use the brace to be able to go on a run or walk upstairs so what is your understanding of the timeline moving forward for you and your expectations over the next months to come? Yeah. So she had said there was a couple of days where I was tempted to not wear them. And she said to be really careful. Dr. Tracy said, we want to cement in what's happening. And I'm a little, I'm early in the process uh, and I tend to be very impatient. So this has been a lesson in patience for me and, you know, little tiny improvements, you know, and there's some days it's, it's a little higher, but it's okay. Just relax. And so I'm planning a three to six month uh, time frame for wearing them. And then we'll reassess. I had asked her what we consider chronic. And she said, we're not going to talk about that, um, which was good at this point. And so um, that felt feasible to me. If I could get this manageable, I had already spent two or three months in absolute misery. So to me, three to six months, I'm already hacking away at it. 
doesn't feel bad at all. Mm, excellent. What is your advice to your former self when you were really struggling with this before you got familiar with techniques that helped? What is your advice to your former self? Maybe that's motivation. Maybe that's encouragement. Maybe that's science. What is your advice to your former self with tinnitus? Yeah, I wish I would have found trouble sooner. Um, on my bad days, once I found you guys, I would watch the success stories and the YouTube videos you put out and they would calm me down. When this first happened, I went to a very, very dark place. And the words I used, Dr. Tracy and I talked about the words I was using. I was in a spiral and my life was falling apart. So I wish I would have known that the words we use are very, very important. And I didn't go on any of the forums, thankfully. But I will tell you the first thing I Googled was a story that's not good. It wasn't a good, wasn't a good ending. And it terrified me. And so now I'm very careful not to go into any other research besides what you guys have put out because I don't need it and it's not going to help me. And it is some some of the some of the stories are they're just negative, right? And it's it, so I'm very sure very clear. We should have known that right away because the very first story I saw was was I'm sure you all know was it was a was not a good outcome, which is not true. Which is not true yeah. for most of us. And I the other thing is not comparing, not comparing my, even though there's a success story is not comparing my story to others. Cause I would, I would hear somebody say, Oh, I've had, I've had tinnitus for 15 years and I'd get really, really down for a day or two, but I had to cut it off right away and say, that might not be my story. And if it is, you guys are here to help. Thank you for sharing that. So important. And hopefully others watching are finding this helpful. If you're watching on YouTube and you're finding Melinda's story and encouragement helpful, please comment helpful. Thank you. So Melinda, your tinnitus began five months ago mm -hmm. and it started out the first few months. You had a volume levels at an eight or a nine out of 10. And now you're at a four out of 10. Well, yes. halfway, halfway through these five months, you started treatment with us and we've been able to successfully help you manage, reduce the tinnitus to the point where multiple times now you've been able to lower the sound therapy treatment. I imagine because you, the tinnitus volume itself is lower. Is that correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. it, it it's taking less. At first, I had a hard time because we don't want to mask completely. Um, but, you know, leaving the tinnitus noise kind of there. I struggled with that right away. But then you fall into a groove. But yeah, it is lowering. Um, there are I'll have two or three days in a row now where I'll say it doesn't bother me. Right. Like I, it's there every once in a while, but it's not debilitating. It's not bothering me. And I'll have larger, larger gaps of time where I'll like, oh, it's been like four hours and I haven't, you know, I haven't felt that anxiety feeling about it. So that's been absolutely miraculous. So that's happened in the last few since that since I've been wearing the maskers. Amazing. And from my from my perspective, what we find is that a majority of patients who work with us three months after starting treatment have a clinically significant and important improvement in their tinnitus. So it's been about three months since you started with us and your scores are definitely showing positive improvement. Now, if we take a step back, the science of tinnitus retraining therapy, which a lot of our methods are based off of, this has been studied over years from independent researchers and the typical range of time it takes to reach habituation is between six and 18 months. So with that in mind, Hopefully that's encouraging and because you're relatively early in this process. And tinnitus is different than other medical conditions in the sense that most medical conditions don't take such so, don't take so long to improve. So even though three months may seem really long for a knee injury or uh, something related to my hand or my wrist, 
But for tinnitus and the neuroplasticity that needs to happen, uh, you're actually on the earlier side, which means you have still a lot of room for improvement. And it should be noted that other individuals who may be listening, if you've had tinnitus for years, does not mean that's a permanent level. You can still shift your baseline as well. So Melinda, we're going to be checking in later, I know, to have a follow-up. And uh, every few months, let's check in and share your story over our podcast with the YouTube community to inspire hope and practical guidance for others who are also dealing with tinnitus and learning how to manage it. Do you have any last words about your journey or for someone who's watching on YouTube? I just want to say thank you to Treble Health and what you're doing. Uh, My family thanks you. And if I can help even one person not um, live in the misery I did uh, for those few months this summer, then it's absolutely worth it. Um, And you're innovative and I'm appreciative. So thank you. Thank you so much, Melinda. Talk to you soon. Thank you for watching today's video with Treble Health. Check out our next video by clicking the button on this screen or another recommended video. And if you're not already, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Thanks so much. See you on the next video. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. This is your host, Dr. Ben Thompson. If you have two minutes, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a five-star review on the Apple podcast platform for the Treble Health podcast. Thank you for your time. And if you need any services for tinnitus or hearing aids, please head over to treblehealth.com and our team of expert audiologists will be able to help you via telehealth. Have a great one and see you soon.